and you rock and roll and drift away. I wonder how much of that song I can sing before they make me pay for the rights. I also didn't sing the real lyrics, so maybe it's a parody. Like, um, those fucking Weird Al songs. Oh, yeah. I bet you Weird Al hasn't paid for anything. Yeah, ever. I bet Weird Al is like... Weird Al's a fucking freeloader. <laughs> Weird Al just goes into coffee shops, orders his, orders his fanciest mocha, and, and just hightails it out of there every he time. He just dips. He gets his <laughs> shit and he dips. <laughs> okay, well, I guess that means that it's Vader time. Hi, everybody. Hello. Welcome back to another Bummer Slam. Um, reluctantly, I have with me today my semi-co-host, Joe Bob Geis. Sorry you have to listen to him again. I know how you hate him. Ugh, I, 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 it's okay. I hate me too, so we're all... That's not fucking funny. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, shit, sorry. <laughs> of course I'm yanking your chain. Everybody loves Joe Bob. Welcome back, Joe Bob, my semi-co-host. You're on almost every episode. Might as well put you in the fucking album art or whatever the hell. Ooh, album art. Welcome back to Bummer Slam. As I have mentioned, um, this is the first thing we're doing differently coming off of our very long um, WWE Legends House series. Yes, a very fun, very exciting series. Uh, if you haven't seen the show yet, go do that. Yeah, what the fuck is taking you so long, you stupid bitch? Yeah, just... Get the first first month free and then and then dip, right? Yeah, get your shit and dip because it's trash. Okay, so uh, speaking of trash, all right, I have some news and some updates. Um, first of all, the world is ending. We all knew that. Yep. The world is ending. Everybody's terrified of the coronavirus, me included. Um, and because of the coronavirus, most most things. I would say, are being shut down or postponed or canceled, but not WWE. They are still having their live shows, um, but they're doing them with no audiences. Oh, yeah. So it's just, I'm going to trash talk you into a, a microphone and maybe maybe work the crowd that we don't have. The crowd. <laughs> the air crowd. It's, like, it's like watching people do monologues. It's how I imagine watching auditions is. Um, I fucking hate it. It's the worst. I think half the fun in wrestling comes from watching the crowd react. Yeah. Well, and also, how much energy do the do the do the does the crowd give the performers too? That's another you know? thing to think about. Like, are we seeing a completely different side of these people because they just are not getting what they need from the fans right now? Yeah. Yeah, they probably go into matches at like ninety percent or whatever, and that last ten percent, they kind of. That kind of makes it comes from just like, ooh, yeah, the audience loves this shit. They love it when I beat this guy with a chair. Yeah, man. It's ridiculous. Or Mick Foley loses another tooth or whatever. Another tooth or he gets his ear ripped off. I don't know. Yeah. One of them things. Um, But yeah, WWE is still going on this route amidst the, the COVID-19 pandemic. And um, it was officially announced today that WrestleMania is still going to happen, but with no audience. Um... That will be a fucking sight to behold, I think. <laughs> but they did announce that... Well, I don't think they've announced it officially yet, but it's planned that they're going to push back the WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony until SummerSlam. Yeah, you can't really do that without an audience because that's, like, the point. 
you know. Yeah, it's honoring these these people that have worked in this business for their accomplishments. Like, you can't do that without other people there. Yeah. That's ridiculous. You know, and how much, how many people are still going to be there just to put on WrestleMania? Like, it's still going to be, it's still going to be kind of negligent to put on WrestleMania even, even without the crowd. You know what I mean? For sure, Because yeah. you have, like, people setting up the, the stands and the, you know. Yeah, they did say that only cleared persons that need to be there will be permitted into the performance center center during WrestleMania. But I mean, you know, we're not on lockdown here, so Yeah. Well, and how many performers perform at WrestleMania, you know? A ton. A <laughs> bunch. <laughs> at least like what? 3-4 dozen people? That's too many people to be hanging out together. Screw that. <laughs> Yeah. That's just performers themselves, you know? I think it was a mistake to not postpone it, honestly. But, I mean, something for the history books, you know? Who's to say if we'll ever get another one like this? But yeah, the world's... Uh, the world's quietest WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy end of days, Slam, everybody. Um, some more news and updates. So, um, this morning, I was, you know... <sighs> doing my stretches... Get my my sleepy out of my eyes, rubbing the sleep from my eyes. I look at my phone to check my social media. And guess who followed me on Instagram? Who was it? It was New Jack, the wrestler, <laughs> you know, the wrestler New Jack from the mass transit incident. Wow, that's awesome. That's he cool. loves Rowdy Rat Girl. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, New Jack and I are friends now. You can tell everybody that. Um Oh, um so Yeah, why? <laughs> So what are we going to do on this episode here today, uh, Tess? Well, thank you for asking, Joe. As at the time of our recording this episode, it is 316. Right. Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. Of course, Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. March yes. 16th. Okay. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin Day. It is pretty much a national holiday for WWE fans. Yeah. And um, who the fuck doesn't love Stone Cold? So we're going to celebrate Stone Cold today. Right. Well, and you know, you could celebrate Stone Cold by drinking a beer and that pregames for St. Patrick's Day tomorrow. So you could um, you could even drink one of Stone Cold Steve Austin's beers if you so wished. If you wanted to do an IPA, if you're into that. If you're into drinking perfume, then you should drink an IPA. I've never tried Steve Austin's beer before, but IPAs are not my thing, so I would not like it. I am exactly of the same route, so... <laughs> Alright. So yeah, like I said, if you feel like chugging a carbonated bottle of perfume, then I bet you'll love the uh, Broken Skull IPA from Stone Cold Steve Austin, coming to a state near you soon. But today, what we're doing, we I just wanted to educate Joe Bob a little bit about the life and times of our good, good personal friend, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes. One of the most famous characters to ever come out of this business. Um, Something I did not realize before doing this podcast is that people from my generation, you know, the older millennials, they don't really, or the younger millennials, I should say. They don't really know who Stone Cold Steve Austin is. Yeah, I didn't really... I've probably seen him, like, twice before, the Stone Cold Steve man, just in, like, memes or whatever. That's fucking crazy Yeah. to me. I feel like me being a wrestling fan when I was a kid, like, kind of trumped everything else. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin, he's, like, one of the top five most famous wrestlers ever. 
And then it's like, I get into the real world and people kind of don't know who he is. So this should be an educational episode for everybody. Yes, everyone is going to learn about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Man, as you like to call him. Or, yes, his real name, Stone Cold Steve Man. <laughs> okay, so, um, right off the bat, when you're, you're like, chill, Bob, let's learn about Stone Cold Steve Man. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. I, I'm kind of familiar with him. He's like a bald guy. Uh, did you know that he didn't always be a bald guy? Yes, um, Stone Cold Steve Austin used to be called Stunning Steve Austin, and his thing was that he was beautiful, right? He had this long, gorgeous, flowing blonde hair, but only, like, on the back of his head. I can't, I don't know when he started going bald, but it was before he started wrestling professionally. Um, he had no eyebrows. Okay, that was the thing that, like, really, like, whoa, hey, wait a minute, (laughs) like, when I, when I was... First watching these these clips with with uh, Steve Austin, uh, I didn't expect that. I never really I never really looked at him that close before, you know, to see that he's he's got no eyebrows. I have never noticed that before. Actually, I wouldn't have known that unless you had said something just now. Or otherwise, he's got like really faint eyebrows. But even like even when he was in this hair mode, he didn't have eyebrows. I bet he does have eyebrows, but, like, you saw his hair when he was stunning Steve Austin. It was very fine and very blonde. Right. So I'm imagining that the hair that he does have, as far as, you know, like, body hair and his eyebrows and stuff go, it's, like, very, very pale. Okay. That makes sense. Because even his... Because he had facial hair at one point, too. Yeah, he did the goatee for a while. And, like, it was darker. Kind of. Like, it was was still pretty blonde, though. Like, you couldn't really tell, you know? Very light hair. Um, Stunning Steve Austin, the clip that we watched from this little compilation of videos that I showed Joe Bob about the life and times and career of our good personal friend, Stone Cold Steve Austin, was from his 1992 run with WCW. Um, Steve Austin's career kind of went in the direction, I don't even know, it was like weird, because he started in WCW before WCW really took off, and then he went to ECW. ECW. Yeah, ECW. This like I don't think I've ever talked about that on the on the podcast before. It was like this kind of lower level fringe wrestling circuit that was all about like extreme hardcore style wrestling. So like fucking barbed wire, tables and chairs, our friend New Jack, who follows me on Instagram. He's my close personal friend. And yeah. he is a famous ECW star. Much like Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Paul Heyman was out of there too, right? Yeah, Paul Heyman was the, like, he, that was his company. Okay, or was this, like, a national thing? Was this just, like, in the Northeast or something, or? It was based out of the Northeast. It eventually was, like, they eventually got pay-per-view time. Okay. And so it became a national thing, but it was, it was pretty regional. Okay. Just curious about that. So Steve went from WCW to ECW and then finally to the WWE and he was there for a really long time but he like hadn't really gotten the star power that he needed until of course the Attitude Era. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Um, Stunning Steve Austin here in 1992. He looks like a little tiny baby um, but he sounds like he sounds like Stone Cold. Yeah, his voice never changed, yeah. He's got the the, uh, the Stone Cold voice, you know, fucking (laughs) Texas accent. Mm-hmm. All that shit. Um, but he 
is just a, a beautiful man. He's wearing a diaper. He's got long hair. He looks a bit like Hulk Hogan. He looks like he's trying to be Hulk Hogan. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I can see where they where he would have gone that route, yeah. I mean, Hulk Hogan's just about the most famous wrestler there is, you know? Well, also, he's a face, you know? And that's oh, kind of yeah. how they were pushing Stone Cold at the time, right? Yeah, they're like, Steve, you are an all-American dude from Texas. You love drinking beer. You're a baby face. How funny to think now <laughs> that we ever thought Stone Cold was anything but a fucking crazy... Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that later, too. Absolutely. Um, This promo that he does in this little video that I showed Joe, it's nothing special. It's not at all what we expect from Stone Cold now. But it's kind of cool to see like where he started from. Yeah, I think mostly it was just culture shock of the hair and no eyebrows and... He's yeah. a completely different person than yeah. Stone Cold. Yeah, I think that's important to note, that he's not the same <laughs> here that he will ever be again. You yes. Know? And the most, you know, noticeable change of that is, of course, the name from Stunning Steve Austin to Stone Cold Steve Austin. Do you know how he came up with the character of Stone Cold Steve Austin? Uh, no. I know he. I know the, how he got the name, though. Because that was in one of those shorts that we watched. Yeah, okay. Tell me how he got the name then. Oh, he got the name because he was working on the on the Stone Cold Steve Austin character. And he's like, oh, my name isn't fitting. You can't just be Steve Austin. Like, that's, that's lame. Like, that's the kid who gets bullied at the playground. I need a real cool name. And fucking his wife is like, oh, I brought you some soup. You better eat this before it gets stone cold. Now he's like, I gotta be Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold. Yes, that is how he got the name Stone Cold. Um, do you know how he came up with the character, though? No fucking idea. Nope, no idea. Nope. Um, the Ted Kaczynski. Do you know who Ted Kaczynski is? Wait, not Ted Kaczynski. Wait a minute. Am I giving you wrong facts on my own fucking podcast? Some, okay. Okay. Forget Forget that I said Ted Kaczynski, because I'm pretty sure Ted Kaczynski is the Unabomber. Oh. And and Stone Cold Steve Austin is definitely not based off the Unabomber. He's based off the Iceman. The Ice? He's a serial killer. Oh. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Stone Cold was like, or Steve Austin, I should say. I always call him Stone Cold. Um, but Steve is like, you know, watching all this stuff about the Iceman, and he's like, hmm. I love that character. I think that's badass. Ooh, he doesn't care about anything. He's only looking out for himself. That's who this character is. Wow. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> that's, that's that's neat where he came up with it, just, like, watching his documentaries. <laughs> Wrestling? Serial killers? I'm yours, baby! All right, the next clip that we watched is, of course, from the promo that made Steve Austin a star of course, I'm talking about Austin 316 says, I just whooped your ass. Mm. Um, mm. This promo was totally off the cuff. It was just Steve being Steve, being himself, you know. And this is maybe the most famous wrestling promo ever. It was immediately coming off of Stone Cold's King of the Ring win against Jake the Snake Roberts. Yeah, so he just kicks Jake the Snake Roberts' ass. And Jake the Snake was like a born-again Christian at this time or something. And was quoting Bible verses. That's the way Stone Cold made it seem. Because he was like going after Jake for you're quoting oh, yeah. you're quoting John three sixteen. Well, let me quote Steve three sixteen. Austin three sixteen. 
Austin 316. Fucking Steve 316. Steve 316 says, um, could you get out of the way, please? (laughs) Um, are you finished with that ketchup? (laughs) Um, this promo also includes the great line, and that's the bottom line because Stone Cold said so. Ooh. Carried him with that through his entire career. Um, this promo established established Steve Austin as the Stone Cold we all know and love. This is like quintessential Stone Cold. Just iconic stuff. This like swagger and personality that he had. This like command of his craft that he had. Like nobody else had this. Yeah. This hadn't existed in the professional wrestling world before. And this Stone Cold character really reflected the changing times as well. It was kind of out with the the glitzy fucking tacky 80s neon shit and more into like grunge. Yeah. More it was into a little like, bit edgier. Yeah. More into the real world. And uh uh we're talking about anti-heroes the other day and how Stone Cold Steve Austin is such a huge anti-hero in the in the world of of wrestling. And, like, that was also really big at the time, too, you know? Just uh, mid-2000s, you know? Yes, for sure. And Steve Austin, like, Stone Cold, I feel like the average wrestling fan could see themselves in Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know? He's kind of just, like, a regular guy. He wears jeans all the time, you know? He wears jeans, jeans and t-shirts all the time. He likes drinking beer. He doesn't like the man. He says, fuck his boss, you know? He's just like you and me. <laughs> I can just never figure out how to how to flip something up. Yeah, he is the weirdest he's the weirdest middle finger I've ever seen. He <laughs> he doesn't stick out his finger when he's flipping somebody the bird. He like he curls all of his fingers and just lifts the middle finger up a tad. Yeah. <laughs> It looks cool as fuck, <laughs> but I mean... Or um, there's the, the backwards one, where it's like, oh yes, palms like, out. Palms out, middle finger up, and it's like, do you know how to flip someone off? Whoa, do you think that might have been uh, something to, as far as, like, uh, TV's concerned? Like, maybe they weren't Like, to, to get past the sensors? Yeah. Yes, I do. <laughs> now that you mentioned that, I guarantee that's what it was. Oh, shit. Way to go, Stone Cold Steve, man. We figured it out ages later. <laughs> Look at you. Oh, shit. 90s hero, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, the next video that we watched was the SummerSlam 97 match versus Owen Hart. And this was for the Intercontinental Championship. Stone Cold had the Intercontinental... Wait, no. Owen Hart had the Intercontinental Championship. Stone Cold was booked to get it off him. He was going to be the new Intercontinental Championship. Um... But something horrible happened during this match, which was a nice little match before this accident. Yeah, it was pretty pretty top-notch stuff. It was cool. It was nice, really clean, like flashy technical wrestling, like all the all put out all the stops on this. Two really good technical wrestlers. Um, but Owen Hart, he famously botched a pile driver during this match, and it broke Steve's neck. Um Oof. Yeah, it was it was hard to watch. It was pretty crazy yeah like as soon as steve hits the ground he he said in interviews before that he's like i can't feel anything from my neck down he was like i think i'm gonna fucking die you know and owen was like he immediately realized what had happened and he was like oh shit you know but he was still in character 
Yeah. He wasn't going to, like, let his guard down. Not He wasn't going to, like, freak the fans out. So he's, like, going around the ring. Gets away from him immediately and is going around the ring, yelling at the fans, like, I, look what I did to your stone-cold Steve Austin. Yeah, he's just, like, working the crowd, you know? Yeah, while the, while the referee, professional idiot Earl Hebner, gets down there to, like, call the match, you know? Because they got to get him out of there. But... Remember that Stone Cold still has to win the fucking belt in this match. <laughs> Meanwhile, he can't feel anything below the neck. And so fucking Owen, like, lays down and Stone Cold, like, crawls over to him and does, like, the worst roll-up in history. Yeah, Oh well, he was, like, uh, Owen was, like, standing, like, right in front of him. And then, like, he, uh, yeah, Stone Cold, like, tapped him and then... Owen played it up like, oh, shit, he, he, he threw me over. <laughs> yes, he sold it very well. And it was like, it was out of necessity, you know? They had to get him out of there. They had to get him medical attention because his neck was fucked up. But also he had to win, like. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, And this, like I said, this really fucked Steve's neck up. It changed his entire wrestling style because of this broken neck from this botched pile driver. He went from... This really, like, flashy, nice technical wrestler with all these really cool moves um, to more of a brawler, which, like, why the fuck wasn't he doing that in the first place with this character? You know what I mean? Oh, so he was already this character at this time? Yeah, he was Stone Cold Steve Austin, but he was, like, this amazing technician, you know? Gotcha. Instead of just, like, you know... Real methodical. Beer-drinking, ass-kissing brawler. Ass-kicking. Ass-kicking brawler. <laughs> Did I say ass-kissing? Yeah, he's the opposite oh. of that. <laughs> Not what I meant. Okay, so basically, so now, since the start of his career, he's changed his name and his look, and now this is the point where he changes his entire style, too. He changes his entire style, and at this moment, everything fits together. Yeah. Everything is to the point where you're like, that Stone Cold Steve Austin, I fucking buy it. These are the three ropes of the braid. Yes. Yeah. That's, like, he established his brand precisely after this. Um, Owen obviously felt really bad that he broke his friend's neck. Especially, you know, he comes from the Hart family. They take wrestling very seriously. You don't hurt people during yeah. wrestling. That's a big fucking no-no. Um, but he used that to his advantage, too. He fucking came out with merch afterwards. <laughs> Owen 316. And Owen 316 is, I just broke your neck. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it's pretty tasteless, but um, thinking back on it now, that's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a good match, and I think they covered, like, as best as they could, you know? Yeah, I think they did the right thing as far as, you know, ending the match right there, regardless of how it had to end. It had to end. Yeah. Yeah, uh, and I'm, I'm glad that they were still able to get, you know, Steve to, to get his booked belt or whatever but also like i don't know because i think about like the the you remember like uh shit what was it the undertaker versus brock lesnar where oh, at wrestlemania yeah at that wrestlemania where it's like undertaker got fucked up so hard and then brock was like well we gotta do something about this yeah, yeah, that was in my conspiracy theories episode. I believe that. <laughs> Joe believes this conspiracy theory. Why do you believe it? Um, I believe it. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I feel like that's something that I would do. I think if I was in Brock's shoes, like I just like want to see that this my coworker or whatever would get the help that he needed, 
I don't know. That seems to make the most sense to me. Okay. What? You're I making was, a face. I'm uh, making this face because I forgot, like, why we are here, what the point of that was. <laughs> uh yeah that was a little that was a little side rail i guess that's okay <laughs> we right. talking, it's wrestling related it's bummer slam of course it's welcome all right i mean uh, we'll move on to the next video and we watched okay so mike tyson you know this legendary boxer <laughs> mike tyson he was on monday night raw okay you know vince mcmahon mr mcmahon brought him out, and he was going to make this big, huge announcement, right, involving Mike Tyson. Obviously, Mike Tyson's going to wrestle somebody at WrestleMania. You brought Mike Tyson out. But before Mr. McMahon can get a word in, here comes Stone Cold Steve Man, and he's he's got his beers, he's got his fucking bald head and his tucked in shirt, and he's ready to fucking talk to Mike Tyson. He's he wants to have a word with Mike Tyson, um, and he's he's like threatening him. He's like in his face. Yeah, he's like, you might be a cool cool ass boxer, but you know what? You're not. You're no fucking wrestler. <laughs> you're not a wrestler. I can beat your ass any day of the week, two times on Sunday. <laughs> and the crowd. Holy shit! The crowd. If you if you've never watched anything that has Stone Cold Steve Austin in it, you simply must just to watch the way that the crowd reacts to him. They they cheer him like he's never done anything wrong in his life. <laughs> I cannot stress this enough. He is so over. He he's so over forever. I in in my entire life, the history that I've been a fan of professional wrestling, I've never ever met somebody who is a wrestling fan, who doesn't like Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, just pretty pretty much across the board. Like, you'll, like a bunch of other wrestlers, you know, you don't really get that, you know? Even with uh, even with CM Punk, either you get people who really like him or really dislike him. Yes, he's a very polarizing figure. Very polarizing. There's not a lot of middle ground, you know? And, yeah, and you're not, and you're not getting anyone anywhere else on Steve Austin either, you know? It's For just... Real just people who like him i'm trying to think of other wrestlers that are like that and the only one that's coming to mind off the top of my head is um oh i immediately lost it because i was talking <laughs> do you ever talk and then forget what you were gonna say that's horrible to do if you have a podcast <laughs> oh it's the undertaker oh yeah the undertaker yeah. is the only other wrestler i can think of where everybody loves him and nobody has anything bad to say about him oh that's pretty cr that's pretty crazy because both these guys aren't really you know, neither of them are supposed to be faces, are they? Um, man. Undertaker was always kind of supposed to be a monster heel, but no one ever booed him. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, Steve, man, he's not really a face either. He's anti-hero face, you know? Yeah, he's a face in the way that nobody else has been able to replicate since. Or before, for that matter. Wow. Ain't that something? He's one of a kind, man. That's why we're talking about him today, because he's just so, like, revolutionary in this business that we love. And um, this, you know, this little video with Mike Tyson, you know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, a professional wrestler, going up against a real fighter, a real boxer, someone who has actually fucked people up. Yeah. That just brought legitimacy into professional wrestling and made Steve look that much cooler. Yeah. 
Um, I think one of the main major things of this is this is like they're just they're just talking at this point. It's all just these guys going back and forth, Vince and fucking Stone Cold and and uh, what's his name? Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah, they're all just just talking to each other. This little little spot here also really sets up Vince McMahon as the heel. Yes. Vince McMahon is definitely supposed to be the villain to Austin's hero. Right. So I guess he's kind of he's he's a, he's a he's a face in this moment. He is for sure a face in this moment. But I don't think he's as over as he gets. Right. He definitely gets more over. Yes. Um all right, so moving on from that little spot with Mike Tyson on Raw, one of the most famous moments of the Attitude Era, as we like to call it. Um, we're watching The Austin Era Has Begun, Jim Ross's famous line about Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, starting off, this audience would fucking die for Steve Austin. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Steve Austin could definitely run a cult at this point. He's... Yeah. 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 He's very uh uh charismatic <laughs> i would open up a can of whoop ass for steve austin oh my god that would be like probably one of your like cultly duties oh my god i just had a vision of um like a me and my friends like the wwe legends house like we all have our counterparts in the show <laughs> but instead of um rescuing ashley in the larping episode we have to rescue stone cold <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I want it to happen. Um, this audience loves Steve Austin. He just won the WWE Championship for the first time. <gasps> oh man. Oh shit. Okay, so all that all that stuff with the belt with Owen. Wait, was this? That was the Intercontinental Championship. Oh, okay. This is the WWE Championship, which is a bigger deal. Oh, okay. Any old schmo can win the Intercontinental Championship, but it takes the face of the company to be the WWE Champion. Gotcha. Yes. So, all right. So, okay. So this is a big deal. This is the first time he's ever won it, and everybody's happy. Yup. Who doesn't Who doesn't want to see their guy be the champ? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. And Vince McMahon comes out, and he's like, "I'd like to invite the new WWE Championship out to extend my hand and friendship to him, even though he's like been fucking sabotaging." stone cold's entire like thing so that he won't win anything this entire time now that he has the strap yeah. he wants to be homies yeah and vince is getting all buddy buddy chummy chummy up oh, with, yeah. with stone cold steve man stone cold comes out and he's wearing a t-shirt a sleeveless t-shirt because it's the 90s and it <laughs> says stone cold university class of 316 that's fucking gas i want that so bad that's so cool <laughs> Yeah, great shirt. <laughs> you know. And he's got the belt over his shoulder. Like, mm. Do you think they make Letterman jackets for Stone Cold University? Aww, oh, I want one so bad. <laughs> oh, I would look like such a douche wearing a Letterman <laughs> jacket, but it would be so cool. Yes. Uh, where are we? Oh, yes. Okay. So then Stone Cold Steve Man, he comes out and he's like, wow, thanks for, you know, kissing my ass so hard. Let me return the favor. Bam! Hits him with a fucking stunner. Hits him with the Stone Cold Stunner on the boss! The boss of the company. Um, I've never heard a crowd this loud. I've never heard a crowd pop this hard for something. And it was... Except, like, there a maybe boy. a top five thing. You know? This is, like, one of the top five. Yes. 
Absolutely. The fucking roof comes off the place. They're like, you did it. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking KO'd the boss. And Jim Ross, our cowboy hat boy, he's just sitting at the announcer table like, oh my God, oh my God, he's broken in half. The Oscar has begun. That is not what Jim Ross sounds like. But it's a little bit what he sounds like. He doesn't sound like fucking Kermit the Frog. <laughs> oh my god! You didn't sound like Kermit the Frog. I sound more like um I sound more like Vince McMahon with that impression. <laughs> You're fired! <laughs> yeah, I can't do Jim Ross as it happens. Uh but you get the point. The Austin era has begun. The Austin era has begun. We are we're in the attitude era. Yes. And this is Here it. we are. We're in the attitude era. It, right now. It's happening. I'm crossing my arms. <laughs> yeah. I got attitude. My attitude. My attitude. My attitude. My attitude. Thanks, Flo Millie, for the soundtrack. <laughs> um, moving on. The next video that we watched, this was the St. Valentine's Day Massacre. And this match was Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Vince McMahon. Um, Vince McMahon is not a wrestler. He sure isn't. He's a promoter. Yeah. Could you tell? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's very weird and jarring to see him get in, in the ring. Vince McMahon likes to wrestle sometimes. He, like, like he'll do it at WrestleMania. Shit, I can't remember. The one where where Brett was at after he had a stroke and everything. Brett's stroke? Yeah. I don't know Brett has, Brett has a stroke. You didn't? No. Oh, it's very well documented. I swear I fucking told you that. Oh, I'm oh. S- sorry, guy. Yeah, Brett had a stroke, he had a bunch of horrible health problems, and then they were like, let's bring you back to WWE to wrestle. And he's like, did you know that I had a stroke and I can't do that anymore as much as I would like to? And they're like, well, we want you to wrestle still. So they fucking booked him against Vince McMahon at WrestleMania. And uh, okay. I don't think I don't think Vince got a single hit in. It was just Brett bashing him with chairs, and then his whole family came out and beat him up too. It was fun. <laughs> um... But yeah, it's usually matches like that that Vince McMahon puts himself into where he's the one getting his ass kicked. Okay. And it's, of course, it's like that in this one, too. How could Vince McMahon stand up against Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um, I will say that Vince McMahon is ripped as fuck. Yeah, it's weird. (laughs) (laughs) It is weird. Um, Not sure how old he was at this spot, but he's almost 80 now. Yeah, so he was probably like 60, 65 at the time. Something like that. He's fucking jacked, bro. He's huge. He's huge, yeah. Oh man, I wish I would I wish I would have fucking paid attention what like his weight was so that I could like calculate oh. how much of that was him like just beef, <laughs> just straight beef on the boss. Um yeah, they're wrestling. Stone Cold's just kind of kicking the shit out of Vince and they eventually go out into the audience. Can you imagine? Oh yeah. They're, they're, like, in weaving with the fucking crowds and in the fucking stands and shit. It's, it's insane. It's extra. <laughs> I can't even imagine being there for that match. Like, wow. Wow, Stone Cold is beating the shit out of the biggest heel ever. <laughs> um, and then Stone Cold... Okay, so it's a cage match. I didn't mention that it was a cage match because I forgot because I'm oh, dumb. right. That's a plot point. Yes. And Steve is like, I want to beat your ass inside that cage. Right? So they're not even in the cage yet. Right! Which is why they were wrestling outside of the fucking cage, right? They were wrestling and doing all of this shit because the bell never rang. 
And so the match had never officially started. The rules in a steel cage match are that you have to be in the cage. The first person to go over the top of the cage and land with both feet hitting the floor wins the steel cage match. Okay. Yeah. But because the bell never rang. Then they're, yeah, it, it never rang. So it never started. So they're not in the cage. And where were you going with this? <laughs> oh, in my notes, I like I mentioned something about the cage and then totally forgot that oh. it was a fucking cage match. Yes, that, um, that, that's important later. Yes. But anyways, so Stone Cold... This, the bell still hasn't rung. Bell still name. hasn't rung. So the match has not started. Stone Cold is just beating the shit out of the boss on his own time. Yeah, he's uh-huh. just getting paid overtime to beat the shit out of the boss, right? As you do. I mean, I wish I could do that. <laughs> Um, Sounds like fun. <laughs> Stone Cold, he, you know, drags Vince to the top of the cage and yeets him off. And the paramedics come. Why is that so funny? The fucking announcers are like, it wasn't supposed to be like this. It wasn't supposed to be like this. Um, and Howard Finkel is about to call the match because he's the announcer. We love Howard Finkel. Um, but Stone Cold is like, give me that fucking microphone you little you little cock turd <laughs> he's like the bell never rang this match never technically started i'm not done fighting yet so get his ass in the ring uh vince is in a neck brace he's being like gurneyed what he's is being it? fucking like stretchered off stretchered like, off a million paramedics so fucking stone cold starts chasing after him just fucking arkham knights all these like all these minions these paramedics off of his like corpse (laughs) (laughs) throws vince mcmahon into the ring and just and that's when it starts right so now now the match has begun begun (laughs) with a almost paralyzed (laughs) vince mcmahon and he has bladed himself he is gushing blood out of his head he is his, he's entirely red. Yeah, uh, Bumpy Grandpa is bleeding. Oh, Bumpy Grandpa. Oh, poor Vince. Oh, poor Grandpa. Um, the whole thing is basically a squash, obviously. Vince doesn't really get it, get a hit in. Um, it's, but it's, ki- it's kind of long for a squash, though. It's quite long. Because, uh, you know, because Stone Cold, it just it goes like this. Stone Cold beats the shit out of him, and he's like, I'm going to climb out the ring. And then uh, fucking Vince is like, I'm going to flip him off. And Stone's like, oh, I can't have any of that. So he goes in there, and he beats the shit out of him again. And that cycle just continues, like, yes. three times. That's the match. That's the whole match. Um, Yeah, it's cool to see the biggest face ever kick the shit out of the biggest <laughs> heel ever. That's why this match is so special and fun, but I mean... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, Vince bladed. He did it. Wow. He fucking cut his <laughs> own head. I'm pretty sure there was an, a no-no policy as far as that goes at that time. Really? He couldn't do that. You couldn't blade? No, you couldn't do that. You would get fined for it if you oh. did that. It was like a big thing with the fucking TV censors and whatever. And also, it's just a public health issue, let's be quite honest. <laughs> you shouldn't be fucking bleeding everywhere. Especially since, you know, people in this industry have been known to get hepatitis from doing just that. Right. But Vince did it. The boss did it. He's like, I'm gonna fucking cut my face open. Um. Okay. So, uh, getting his ass whooped, right? And then, uh, fucking, bam, out of nowhere, we get a man with hair who's very large, 
uh, Big Show, <laughs> yes, who has a different a, name. It was Paul White at the time. That that's his name. His name is Paul White. Okay. Um, but it's Big Show. You know, it's Big Show with a weave, a really pretty blonde weave. Yeah, like giant Rapunzel coming out there <laughs> to <laughs> to steal your heart. To steal your heart, and also to save um to save Vince McMahon. Yes, he's like Paul's trying to save the boss. And he's like, fuck you, Steve, you know, yeet Steve away because Steve's a little boy compared to the big show. Yeah, except for when he yeets Stone Cold Steve Man away, it breaks the cage and Steve lands with both feet on the floor. Yes, the cage swings open. Steve yeah. wins the whole thing. Wins the whole Against thing. Against all odds. <laughs> the yeah. hero. The perfect end to the, the, the hero's triumph. That's some straight up biblical shit, you know what I mean? Like that's the <laughs> That's, that's the Austin three sixteen, of... baby. Yeah. <laughs> that's Austin three seventeen. <laughs> yeah, that's some like that's that's some fairy tale ending shit, you know? What'd you think of this little match between Mr. McMahon? Uh I think it was weird to watch Mr. McMahon wrestle. I I, I hate him though, so I'm glad that I could at least, you know pretend that he got his ass whooped <laughs> same here i love the mr mcmahon character because he's so easy to hate yeah he plays that character so well and i i hate that that that's because you know <laughs> that's who it's he because is. he's actually evil <laughs> i i i we'll talk more about vince mcmahon and and his his uh and, um, yeah the, trespasses later <laughs> the 101 anti-vince reasons <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, we move on to the what chant. Um, this is the wrestling chant. Like, this is the thing. Like, Stone Cold doesn't even have to be there. An audience will chant what? Yeah. Uh, I don't get it. <laughs> okay. So anytime Stone Cold ever appears, this chant comes up. Um. Oh, yeah. Okay. So the chant is like... The chant is like... Okay. So it started as... Stone Cold doing promos. Stone Cold takes over the conversation. That's what he does. When Stone Cold is talking, you are listening to Stone Cold, right? And so when someone is interviewing him, they're asking him questions, right? He'll interrupt them and go, what? 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 And then he'll just fucking, like, take the conversation his way and fucking talk about, you know, I'm gonna... <laughs> okay, this was in regards to the Royal Rumble. He's like... <laughs> I'm going to throw 29 pieces of trash over the top rope. <laughs> Those are human beings, Steve. <laughs> 29 pieces of trash. Um, Yeah, and so fucking audiences, you know, when Stone Cold is talking, right, he'll be like, Stone Cold, and they'll go, what? what? Anytime there's, like, a pause, they'll say, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just... I. I guess I don't see the like the point of it. Like, how did this happen? It's because that's what he always did. Oh. And so you know when he goes out to the ring on a raw to cut a promo, and he has got like a pause or something, and the whole fucking audience goes, "What?" what? He's like, "Oh yeah, oh yeah, this is gonna be my thing now." <laughs> what? Okay. Um. Yeah, they'll even do it when he's not around. It's it's usually a thing that they chant at heels. So like, if a heel is talking. They'll go, what? Oh. What? <laughs> okay. Gotcha. It's like it's like a disrespect thing. Like, I'm not going to respect you. I'm not going to listen to what you say because I got attitude. It makes total sense to me, but I understand why non-wrestling people <laughs> think it's weird. Because it is kind of weird. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. 
Yeah, I did not understand it when we were watching the entire what thing. Oh, yes. 29 pieces of trash over the top rope. Also, <laughs> he's like, he's fucking talking about like, how many, how many people am I going to throw over the top rope? One? Nope. Two? Nope. Three? Nope. And he fucking goes all the way to 29. Well, this was a part of the what chance. Yeah. So it was like, one, what, two, what, one, three, what? All the way to 29. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It lasted too long, but he had to get there. Um, That's the what chant. Yeah. This, this is like something that's completely unique to wrestling. I've never heard it anywhere outside of wrestling. Because they don't think it can exist outside of wrestling. Because that's, Where would this exist outside of wrestling? I don't know. In those fucking shitty fucking Fast and Furious movies or whatever that Stone Cold <laughs> is in. I don't Stone Cold remember. is in those movies? He's in that one with Jason Statham, I think. I think it's Jason Statham. Which is like, they're the same. They look the same. Except for one is British. Oh. <laughs> Jolly good. <laughs> Jason, St- what does Jason Statham three sixteen say? <laughs> what do you think that says? Oh my god! Oh shit! What was it? Ah uh, fuck! I was trying to think of any of his lines from fucking uh, Spy. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh, I love that movie. <laughs> it's a good movie. Anyway, this isn't Jason Statham slam. This isn't Spy slam. This is Steve slam. This is Steve's episode of Bummer Slam. Yeah, we must honor Steve on this greatest <laughs> three sixteen. Um, yeah, that's the what chant. Um, that's all I got on the what chant. That's all I got on the what chant too. What it's I'd just like, like to talk about is that beer truck. <laughs> okay, yes, this beer truck. So basically, what happens is Stone Cold jacks a beer truck. They didn't know he was coming. They were like, Steve, Steve Austin doesn't doesn't wrestle. <laughs> anymore he's not here anymore and he's like fuck you you fucking piece of trash everyone's a piece of trash (laughs) to steve austin um he's like this is my beer truck and uh vince and the rock dwayne the dwayne Dwayne. and uh shane and shane mcmahon oh yes shane mcmahon too i forgot they're all in the ring talking about you know what a piece of trash (laughs) steve austin is (laughs) <laughs> Calling someone a piece of trash is so funny. <laughs> Why? <laughs> the theme of the episode. Piece of trash. <laughs> uh, but anyway, here comes Stone Cold. He's in the beer truck. He's driving the beer truck in the arena. And of course it's... And the audience, you know, God has arrived. <laughs> and he's got beer, bro. Oh, shit. It was Coors. So it was a Coors, Coors truck beer. Coors beer truck. Coors beer truck, yes. And Steve comes out and he's fucking standing on his on his truck, and he's like, "You're a piece of trash. You're a piece of trash. <laughs> You're a piece of trash." <laughs> and guess what? I got beer. And he takes this hose, and you know the Rock is vamping from the ring. He's like, "You're a jabroni. Why don't you drive on down to Know Your Role Boulevard?" <laughs> <laughs> Basically verbatim. And Stone Cold's got a hose, and he starts spraying these motherfuckers with beer. <laughs> it looks like there's some force behind it, too. It knocks them right over. Well, I mean, there had to have been some force, because it was fucking firing from, like, at least 30 foot away. I was gonna say, like, 20, 30 feet, yeah. Yeah, it was damn near a fucking fire truck hose, you know? <laughs> Shit. Well, what if it was just a fire truck that they painted the Coors logo on? Oh, that would make a lot of sense. No, I bet that's not it. Oh, I bet you, hey, okay, get a load of this. Okay, so, fire truck, right? Except for, 
take the the casing or the shell of a beer of a Coors truck and just like bloop that on top. It was a pretty big truck, honestly. It was. Uh, Stone Cold Steve Mann did not back it out of the ring. No, I don't think he was equipped to back it out. Quite frankly, I wouldn't it's, have tried that shit either. You know, um, if it was if it wasn't on a trailer, um, I think I think it could have been could have been handled. But I don't know. Trying I mean, to back up trailers fucking sucks. No, for real, he's a fucking wrestler, not a not a driver. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that's the beer truck. Anything else on the beer truck? The beer truck was awesome. Beer is uh is kind of that's that's one of his legs that he stands on, you know. Yes, beer is Stone Cold's thing, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit more here in this next clip that we watched, which is um Piper's Pit, yeah. WrestleMania twenty one. Uh, what do I have? Rocket versus Austin. Oh yeah, we watched. A oh little bit. yeah, yeah, yeah. We watched a little bit of um the Rock versus. Stone Cold. I can't remember which WrestleMania it was. It was the last one they headlined together. The Rock and Stone Cold Steve Austin headlined three WrestleManias. Jesus Christ. That is unheard of. Well, also, they were dressing the same. Like, they both have the same look going in the ring. They both have, like, knee guards, uh, you know, something on their arms. Knee guards and panties. panties. That's what Stone Cold wears. Yeah. And that's, that's what The Rock was wearing, too. Yeah, they look like cool babies. Yeah. <laughs> cool babies fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Except for one's tan. A tan baby. <laughs> One of them is tan because he is, uh, <laughs> well, you brown. know, <laughs> brown, exactly. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, we didn't watch this entire match because, um. Oh, uh, because you were looking for the beer truck one. Is what, is. Oh, I was looking for fucking Piper's Pit. Oh, I was thinking it was yeah. the same WrestleMania and I was like, we don't really need to watch this match. You know what I mean? Um, that particular match, it was Stone Cold's last WrestleMania and he didn't tell anybody before, and he lost the match to The Rock, and he just left quietly forever, basically, as a wrestler. Oh, my God. And so, like, it's cool to see Steve Austin's final match, but, I mean... Yeah, some riding off into the sunset shit. Pretty much. Know? Not necessarily required viewing, but it is a pretty good match. Um, Yeah, sorry about that. I totally forgot about that. I took it off my notes entirely. Wow. Well, also, like... And uh, I think I think uh, number one, he looked exactly he looked just like the Rock because they were both doing the same thing, right? But also, um, just uh, I wanted to reiterate like how different he was <laughs> from the beginning to this point. It's just crazy, you know? Oh yeah, completely different characters, and just so much more like over too, you know? Absolutely. Um, and okay. we move on to Piper's Pit at WrestleMania 21. Um, Piper's Pit. I'd love to do an episode about Piper's Pit here on Bummer Slam. Um, that was. This brand new thing back in 1985, or even before 85, honestly, Roddy Piper, um, he's known for being this amazing talker, obviously. And so they were like, the powers that be, you know, the McMahons, they were like, well, you should have like a talk show segment just to like fill some time. And he's like, what? (laughs) What the (laughs) fuck am I going to do? Well, he immediately found out that, you know, they're putting people that can't really talk on his show, and so he can just fucking talk circles around them, just roast them, fucking shove them around a little bit, make them look like fools, make him look good, and fucking beef up some fights. That's Piper's pit. Roddy yeah. Piper is the best at pissing people off. <laughs> and here at WrestleMania 21, they have decided to bring Piper's pit back. One final Piper's pit. Not It's not one final Piper's pit. Spoiler alert. One final Piper's Pit for Roddy Piper, and he gets to pick 
you know, the person of his choosing. And of course, he's like, I want the rootinest, tootinest cowboy this side of the Rio Grande, or whatever the fuck he says. Um, and he picks Stone Cold. He's like, Stone Cold, get out here, I'll let me have a look at ya. <laughs> and you know, these these two personalities are so similar. Yeah. They're so different, but they are so similar. They are both chaotic evil. <laughs> are they chaotic evil or are they just uh chaotic neutral roddy piper is chaotic evil <laughs> no bones about that uh, stone cold might be chaotic neutral you're right they're both chaotic though yes yeah, so you can't say that they're lawful <laughs> sure can um they had to meet at some point these two characters like they're both fire you know yeah. you gotta put them together to see what happens um roddy piper got inducted into the wwe hall of fame the night before Oh, right, right. So he's riding high. He's fucking rowdy as ever. You know, that's his name. That's my name, too. Um, I wonder why that is. <laughs> and Roddy, you know, he invites Stone Cold up, out. They size each other up, and Piper just fucking smacks him. <laughs> just fucking decks him. And you know what? Stone Cold fucking smacks him right back. And Roddy's like, I kind of like you. <laughs> and they're, they're talking shit back and forth you know roddy tries to to start a bunch of shit with him and of course the audience is like what and roddy's like what are you deaf and they're like what he doesn't get it (laughs) he doesn't get that they're making fun of him very confused by the what chant um and then carlito comes out okay who the fuck is carlito who gives a fuck okay Sorry, Carlito, but who gives a fuck? All right, um, time in. <laughs> any any wrestling fan will say that. <laughs> also, I don't think I'm I'm alone in saying that Carlito was a waste of time. Um, he comes out, you know, to be a heel, and they both gang up on him. This yeah. fucking old man, <laughs> Roddy Piper, plus Stone Cold, they're ganging up on him, and. After they beat the shit out of Carlito, you know, who they have a mutual mutual hatred for. They have so they have so few things in common except that they are both haters. Yeah. You know? And um Steve's like, I've never drank a beer with you, now's your time. And he fucking tosses Roddy Piper a beer and they do the stone cold thing. Which what Stone Cold always did, especially after he won a match, is he would take two beers, he would shake them up, he would crack them open, they would fizz everywhere, and he would Dump them both in his mouth like this. Like a foot away from his mouth. Like above his head. Yeah, it looks fucking badass. It looks fucking badass. Uh, no, none of the beer made it into his mouth. Okay. none of it. Listen here. (laughs) Okay. Because, okay, so say you're Stone Cold Steve Austin. You're going to a venue. Say your call time is like 7 o'clock, right? So you eat dinner at like 6 o'clock, 6.30, whatever, right? The show doesn't start until 9. Wow. And then, if you're Stone Cold Steve Austin, which you are in this scenario, you're the main event. Which means that you're probably not going on until, like, 11. So you've got nothing in your system right now. And so, you go out there, and you fucking have, you know, a half inch of beer (laughs) that comes out of these two beers. You're walking out of there a little buzzed. (laughs) Well, what a... What a great way to, like, end that night, though. Like, when you're, <laughs> like, you just wrestled, you know? Like, ah, oh, shit, just a little something to take the edge off. <laughs> oh, it's much like coming home after an eight-hour shift. Ah, 
Ah, too nice. That's why Stone Cold Steve Man it's too, is Stone Cold Beer. He's he's the the man of the proletariat. He <laughs> is the man of the proletariat, man. This is why Stone Cold is gonna be over forever. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They drink a beer together. Ooh woo. I said that. I said ooh woo. Um. And then Steve's like, I'm done playing Piper's Pit, and hits fucking Roddy Piper with a Stone Cold Stunner. <laughs> This old, old man. This old, old man. Motherfucker hits Roddy Piper with a stunner and still gets a pop. <laughs> That's as over as you can be. <laughs> you hit a beloved figure with a stone-cold stunner. Yeah. And they are still on your side. That's pretty fucking wild. That's how famous the man is. And so when I did that poll earlier about who's the most famous wrestler ever of all time and 2% of you said Stone Cold Steve Austin, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> Sorry about it. No, you know what? Okay, wait. Was it, How was it phrased again? Popular Who's the most famous professional wrestler of all time? Okay, I would still agree that... Hulk Hogan would be the most famous. Hulk Hogan is the most famous. But as far as most popular or, like, most beloved, fucking Stone Cold Steve man, right? Stone Cold Steve man. That's what I'd say. Oh, my God. Um, I think it was at Brett's Hall of Fame induction ceremony. Steve was inducting Brett. And fucking Terry was back there sitting in the back. Terry being Hulk Hogan. He's sitting there just like, and the fucking crowd is like, Austin Hogan, Austin Hogan. They want them to fight at WrestleMania. And Steve is like, hmm, well, you guys know something. I was going through my bag in the back and I couldn't find something. And then I found a can of whoop ass and it had Hulk Hogan's name on it. <laughs> Yay. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold loves belittling beloved figures in professional wrestling and still being more popular than them <laughs> so i would totally agree with you there joe bob hulk hogan is for sure the most famous professional wrestler even if you like Dwayne more i get it i also like Dwayne more well yeah obviously i like Dwayne more the most beloved <laughs> professional wrestler of all time now there you could make an argument for Dwayne. for because Andre. i know an entire generation of people who could give a fuck about hulk hogan yeah andre too for sure Okay, who? Okay, so the most beloved professional wrestlers of all time. Well, I can't decide this. You've got to make a poll. Obviously. This is obviously poll material. But this is my podcast. <laughs> We're talking right now. Well, all right. So the most beloved of all time. Who, what are our options here? We got... Well, I don't fucking know. I'm asking you to throw some names in the hat. Okay. We got Andre the Giant. We got uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. We got... Uh, we got Dwayne, we got Terry. <laughs> we, got, <laughs> we, we got Terry. The other guys at the office, you know. <laughs> we got him. All right. Most beloved, Andre the Giant. Out of those four guys, you'd yep. say Andre? I hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody loves Andre. Everybody loves Andre because he was in one movie <laughs> that everybody <laughs> likes. Isn't that crazy? Wow. Man. Are they going to remake that movie? Is that still happening? They shouldn't. I hope they don't. Is the coronavirus going to put that on hold? It fucking better. <laughs> Why would you remake that movie, bro? Like, I mean, it's tacky, yeah, but that's oh. the appeal. Whoa, what if they remade it with Big Show playing? <laughs> no! <laughs> Sorry, Paul. Nothing against Paul. He was in The Water Boy. Ooh. Did you know that? No, I did not. He wasn't in my episode with Megan because I didn't... 
you know, I didn't like it that much. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> the only Adam Sandler movie I like is uh, Uncut Gems and Fifty First Dates, but this is an Adam Slam. I feel like I say that twice an episode, and I have my quota. So <laughs> this is a blank slam. <laughs> this is bummer slam. I've met my quota of blank slams today, so we'll we'll continue onward. That was Piper's Pit. That whole fucking twenty-five minute <laughs> bit that we just did was Piper's Pit. Um, and the very last little clip that we watched, we watched the whole match. And this is the only thing that's out of order. Everything else was in chronological order. This last thing that we watched, of course I saved this for last because everybody in the fucking world knows that I would give both my kidneys to Bret Hart if he asked me. He doesn't even have to ask me nicely. Um, <laughs> it's we'll just what, mail him. Well, just mail him. <laughs> Unprompted. Yeah. I love you. Here's my kidneys. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to get me in with Brett. Thanks for your advice. <laughs> Good thing I'm nobody, because if he ever heard this, I would die. <laughs> you are not nobody. You are New Jack's friend. I'm New Jack's new friend. I'm I'm New Rat. <laughs> I'm gonna start blading and also start killing people. <laughs> new Jack. Oh, yes. Oh, Dark Side of the Ring comes out next week. <gasps> BTW. That's what next week's episode will be. I ruined the surprise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, I was too busy talking about Brett and getting excited because... And mailing him kidneys. And mailing him kidneys. Don't remind me. Um, this last thing we watched was obviously WrestleMania 13 in the semi-main event. This was only the semi-main event. <laughs> <laughs> bullshit they oh had God. to go on after this match bro okay so you all know that i love bret hart i talk about him every episode about how great i think he is about what a wonderful wrestler i think he is and how he's the most important wrestler of that time period um uh some people consider this the best wrestling match ever of all time full stop it was it's the best one that i've ever personally seen you think so so far yeah whoa okay what did you like so much about this match okay so fucking i think the ending of it was phenomenal and just like it was so it was so high energy like all the way throughout like it was just fucking it was just move after move just both these guys going at it and man oh my god i just i don't know i could have I I, I kind of didn't want it to end. Yeah, <laughs> you man. Know? I totally agree. I could watch another at least 20 minutes of that match for sure. Um, yeah, it's basically just these two amazing wrestlers. This was before Steve had his accident with Owen and got his neck real fucked up, right? So he's still working technical stuff. Yeah, he's that. still, like, doing these crazy spots and, like, all these amazing, like, moves, you know? Um, and Brett, obviously, he's gonna fucking hit him right back. Okay, so um, some knowledge about this match that you should know so brett baby face always a baby face right steve heel question mark but he's starting to get some heat people are starting to look at him and be like hey i kind of like this guy i like this new rebel guy stone cold he's pretty cool um brett walks in as a baby face stone cold walks in as a heel okay they're wrestling as baby face and heel mm -hmm. at the beginning of this match and then Brett starts just fucking hammering on um, Steve Austin's injured knee, right? Yeah. Like, ruthlessly. Like, not letting up at all on it. Very heelish. Yeah. Right? 
And so people are like, oh, come on, Brett, what are you doing? What are you doing? This isn't the Brett we know. Yeah. Starting to become a little heelish, you might say. Um, Match continues. (laughs) It's a submission match, right? Gotcha. So so it doesn't end until someone forfeits, you know? Yeah, until someone can't take the pain anymore and taps. Yeah. Says, I quit. Um, And, you know... These two guys are not submission wrestlers, um, which they have both admitted to. I was watching the fucking Broken Skull section, se- Broken Skull Sessions, that's hard to say, earlier oh. um, w- with Steve and Brett. And they were talking about this match, like, you know, before it was going on. They're like, uh, eh, it'll probably be okay. You know, it's a good mid-card WrestleMania match. I don't think it's going to be <laughs> as good as we want it to, though. And um, during the match, they're just like, they're hitting all the spots, you know what I mean? They're doing everything right. Yeah. And Brett, you know, getting more heelish by the second. Finally, he puts Steve in a sharpshooter. Mm-hmm. His signature finisher, a sharpshooter. No one's ever breaking out of a sharpshooter before. And Steve, who has bladed secretly at this point. Yeah. He's got fucking blood running all down his face. Yeah. It's crazy. There's so much blood. There's so much blood in the ring, too. It's, like, dripping off of his teeth and shit. Just, like, a huge pool of blood under Steve Austin in this sharpshooter. And he fucking puts both of his hands on the mat and starts pushing up, trying so hard to get out of the sharpshooter, but Brett is too strong. And by this point, the audience is like, we would do anything for Steve Austin. (laughs) He's so fucking tough. He's he's going through all of this in a sharpshooter. He almost made it out. We love Steve Austin. And Brett, you know, they're booing him because he's picking on their guy, A, and B, he's being a general piece of shit right now. Yeah. Not letting any hits in on himself, right? And Steve passes out. Yeah, so then Howard Finkel calls it a... calls it... There's no technical winner to this match. Right. It's a submission match. It only ends if someone submits. And Steve didn't technically submit. He passed out from the pain. So Brett wins by default because I guess it's a technical knockout, which is considered a submission. But as he's walking back to the dressing room, the fans that were cheering him like crazy at the beginning of this match are fucking flipping him the bird they're spitting on him they're throwing their drinks at him they're like you piece of shit we hate you, you. trash you're trash you're a piece of trash <laughs> and meanwhile a piece of trash walking out of the ring oh but oh, yeah. before he even leaves after you know brett has won he's like pissed you know because he's like Ugh, i didn't win technically he didn't say i quit and so steve is still passed out he's still like dead to the world and brett's just wailing on him yeah and of course the audience is like you're trash you're canadian trash we hate you canada we hate canada we're blaming canada for bret hart (laughs) (laughs) i also blame canada for bret hart but that's that's a nice thing (laughs) it's in a good way it's in a good way and, uh, you know, after Brett leaves, they all throw their fucking, their trash at this trash. They put him among the trash. Um, Steve is, like, starting to come to, and he's like, oh, oh, you know, still gushing blood. Yeah, he is. 
I don't remember what happens after this. Oh, you don't? <laughs> I'm like, fucking interject at any time, buddy. But like, <laughs> um, yeah, but Steve, you know, he starts to get up. The referees come over and they start to help him up. And he's like, no, no. And he puts a stunner on these referees. He's like, I'm not walking out of here with any help. I'm walking out of here by myself because I'm stone cold Steve Austin. Blood running down his face. He's limping because his knee is all fucked up. Yeah, that happened. And then they had to continue WrestleMania after that. I, they continued wrestling as a whole after this. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> You're right. <laughs> this match is so fucking good, bro. It's so cool. Um, you know what I was uh, what I was thinking about? Uh, fucking Bret Hart would have been super, like, a really good person to have around during the Attitude Era as like kind of a a, a foil to... I know, right? To all this attitude, you know? I know, right? They fucked it all up with the Montreal screw job, I think. Um, another thing I think about Bret Hart that I will talk about more in depth at some point. You know, he was heel after this. Of course, he had to be. Yeah. He was a piece of shit at this WrestleMania, right? And so he was a heel. He was a heel in America, but a face everywhere else. We'll talk more about that. That's really interesting. But, like... He didn't really lean into being a heel. Yeah, he didn't want to do that. He didn't like that. He didn't want to be a heel. He's like, I'm a baby face. I don't want to be a heel. I want to be a baby face. But, like, the shit he was doing as a heel, the promos he was doing, he fucking called, like, Pittsburgh a toilet bowl. No, no, he called the United States a toilet bowl. And then he said, if you were to give the United States an enema, you'd stick the hose in Pittsburgh. That's what he said. <laughs> shit like that. That's amazing, right? <laughs> But he's like, no, I don't want to do this. And I think that if he had just played heel, just played a crybaby whiner heel. Yeah. That would have been great for the Attitude Era. Yeah. <coughs> crybaby whiner heel, uh, like that, or even like just on side of management. You know what I mean? Just like. Oh, like a fucking lapdog. Yeah. He would have been so good at that, bro. Oh, yeah. That would have been, that would have been perfect. That's, yeah. Oh, man. Could oh. you imagine like everything with fucking Vince and and uh, and Stone Cold, except for he had to fucking fight Brett first in order to get to that point or something? You know, like oh, he, he yeah. had a fucking mini boss too. You know, Brett's the mini boss. You have to fight before you can fight Vince McMahon. <laughs> yeah, or if Paul White and Brett both jumped into the ring at that at that oh, yeah. moment. Yeah, that's a big guy and a fast guy coming at you. Yeah. A big guy, a fast guy, and the rich guy. <laughs> you know? Three of them. <laughs> the perfect trio. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's that match. That's WrestleMania 13. Wow. Versus Bret the Hitman yeah. Hart. That uh, match is so good. Um, yeah. Bret has said, like, you know, I've showed people who've never watched wrestling this match. It's like the perfect encapsulation of what I did for a living. Yeah. And I totally agree. Like, this is... If you've never watched a wrestling match, you should watch this one because it's one of the best. Oh, it's 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 so fucking good, man. It's so good. It's really good. Like it's it's what professional wrestling is, I think. It's such a good combination of like athletics, acrobatics, storytelling, psychology, all of that. All yeah. of the things that make professional wrestling cool exist within the confines of this one match, which I think is amazing. It's truly a classic. Well, yeah. Well, okay, cuz he wasn't even booked to fight Stone Cold, right? 
No, that's the thing. WrestleMania 13 was supposed to be a continuation from WrestleMania 12, right? So WrestleMania 12 was the Iron Man match, the 60-minute Iron Man match, Brett versus Shawn Michaels. And um, Shawn won that one. It was supposed to be best two out of three with Brett eventually putting Shawn over in the third. And fucking, they were booked to be the main event at WrestleMania 13 with Brett winning this one. And, um, you know, Shawn's the champion, right? And he's like, um, I got an injury. I lost my, (laughs) he's like, I lost my smile. Um, I have coronavirus. (laughs) He had coronavirus in 1996. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but he said, he cut this promo where he lost his smile. Yeah. And vacated the title and basically was like, I'm injured. I can't work WrestleMania, you know? And so Brett's like, cool. Thanks for fucking stomping out my heat, whatever. And so it's, I can't even fucking remember what the main event at WrestleMania 13 is. I think it's Undertaker versus Sid. Oh. Which who gives a rat's dick about Sid Vicious, bro? Sorry, Sid, but, um, not my thing. Man, Sid and who is the other guy? (laughs) Oh, uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> Sid and, uh, uh, oh shit, no, the one from Piper's same. Pit, because we've been fucking... Uh, what? Oh, uh, god, never mind. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> just keep going. No, I'm curious. What are you talking about? I was just saying that we've been roasting some wrestlers in this in this episode. From Piper's Pit. The Piper's Pit and Stone Cold? Who's the other guy that came in? Oh, Carlito. Yeah, we're like, Carlito, fuck him, yes. too. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Carlito, Sid, um... Yeah, it's my podcast. I'll talk shit about who I want. <laughs> um, yeah, that's this match. It was a good match. Good match. Good wrestling. It's on YouTube, isn't it? I have no idea. It's on the network. And if you ask me real nice, I'll give you my password so you can watch it because it is required viewing. Or just get your free one month trial anyways so you can watch legends house that's true too or just come over and be my friend and we can watch them all together yeah with new Jack. Like friends oh wait it's quarantine though oh don't come to my house don't even look at me right okay good i'm back to normal <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's gonna be us and new jack there's just the three of us um well that's 316 day happy 316 happy 316 day. anything any final thoughts about our good personal friend our longtime personal friend Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold, the Steve man. Stunning Steve Austin, if you will. Um, yeah, uh, I, we gotta try his beer. That's kind of the, yeah. the last, that's kind of the last thing where it's like, th- that I think would, would complete this episode, but we don't have the beer. You we know? don't have the beer. I'll try it. I'll that's kind of what it. I'm thinking too. Like, I'd, I'd try it, but. I mean, if Steve endorses it, you know, he's enough of a beer drinker that I kind of, I kind of trust his taste you know but i just don't like ipas yeah well uh, yeah well, why would he why would he make a an ipa for the every man you know i don't know <laughs> yeah right it should be like a light beer or yeah. um some more yeah. excuse me i just burped on my own show that's fucking disgusting stone me immediately <laughs> some further stone cold viewing if you would like more things to watch watch the episode of hot ones that he is in It's so good. Hot Ones, if you're not familiar, it's this YouTube series where this interviewer feeds his guests increasingly hotter wings with the interview questions. And Stone Cold is there, and he's eating these hot, hot wings. And he's, you know, he's playing it cool, but he's like, I think I might fucking die, you know? (laughs) 
And just like, oh man, I really love that episode because it's just Steve being himself. He's a very <laughs> likable person. Yeah. He's very nice. He's friendly. He's It's truly Southern hospitality. Yeah. He seems like an all-around chap. Yeah, a, a good guy. A true American. <laughs> yeah. Someone you'd want to drink a shitty beer with. He, The real-life Steve Austin is like what Hulk Hogan was supposed to be, <laughs> you know? You're so right. <laughs> Hulk Hogan is a caricature of a real American, and Stone Cold Steve Austin is a real American. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That is a real American. I'm gonna get fucking fined. <laughs> so many, so many copyright infringements on this one bummer slam. Any final thoughts, Joe? I'm out of final thoughts. I'm, I'm also thoughts. out of final thoughts. This is kind of running a little long, longer than I expected it would be, but I mean, we have to honor our friend Stone Cold Steve Austin in some way, and why? Why the fuck not? absolutely why the fuck not is that your catchphrase absolutely i'm sorry i don't is it <laughs> i don't know we... oh one thing that i was gonna mention earlier that i forgot about um bummer slam the title of my podcast is a pun is it there is an annual pay-per-view that wwe does called SummerSlam, and my show is like SummerSlam, but wah wah oh yeah yeah bummer slam that's a little fun fact for you guys. You've learned so much on this episode. You can't say you haven't. Yeah, so. Well, I hope you enjoyed this episode about our good, our longtime personal companion. He's sleeping He's sleeping next to me tonight, <laughs> as a matter of fact. I nursed him. <laughs> God. I nursed his bald head. And his no eyebrows. <laughs> his very faint eyebrows. I am his mother. I don't know if you knew that. That's why this episode has run so long, because, um... I have to honor my son in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, what's next week's episode going to be? I completely forgot. I already said what it was going to be. Oh, it's Dark Side of the Ring! <gasps> oh, it's yeah. the fir- It's part one of the Chris Benoit episodes. There's a two-parter? It's a two-parter. I'm going to fucking shit my pants. It fucking would have to be. There's kind of a lot of... That's exactly what I said. Oh, my God. There's so much ground to cover. Um, so, yeah. Tune in next week into all of that. Yeah, I hope this episode was fun because last episode was sad and next episode will be sad. So, um, bummer slam, yes, but also I hope you had a good time. Had a good chuckle here and there with this one. <laughs> a chortle. A hearty <laughs> chortle. Um, what's other, other, um, Snicker. similes? Snicker. And I open, I oop. That's what the Visco girls say. I was gonna say a mini haha, but that's, uh, that's not a. Mini ha ha. <laughs> that's a, that's a county. <laughs> I gotta end this fucking show. Wrestling's <laughs> real, people are fake, whatever it takes. Also, Austin three sixteen says, "Wait, no, no." Rat girl three sixteen says, "I just ate your ass." 